When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we're talking about cats and who's really in charge when you have a cat. I think you know the answer. We've got 101 new stories and poems in our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Clever, Curious, Caring Cat. And if you're a cat lover or you're looking for a gift for one, we've got you covered. We'll start today with a story by one of our regular contributors, Jill Burns, who tells us her family adopted two kittens, one of whom had an obsession with water. Now, some cats hate water, but in the case of Klaus, he could not get enough of it. When their meals were put out for them, Klaus's sister would devour her food, but Klaus would start with the water. He would drink with enthusiasm, flinging water everywhere. Jill says, Over the years, we'd had many cats, but we'd never had one who viewed water as a treat. Not only did Klaus love to drink, but the sight or sound or even the tiniest drop of water seemed to mesmerize him. When she did laundry, Jill would find Klaus chilling on top of the washing machine, listening to the sound of water. If someone had recently showered, Klaus loved sitting in the tub, watching the last drips from the faucet. He could often be found in the bathroom sink. Another unusual thing about Klaus was that he wouldn't let Jill pick him up or even touch him. Even though he'd been adopted at age four and a half months, somehow he was terrified of human contact. One day, Klaus started begging Jill for something, and she figured out he wanted a big bowl of water. After that, she says, she became his private water servant. She had to refresh his water several times a day. Klaus ended up having bowls of water all over their home so that people started tripping on them and dumping out the water. But having all those water bottles was bliss for Klaus. Many times, they'd find him with his head resting on the edge of the bowl, sound asleep. Klaus died young at age 10, and Jill says, while Klaus never changed his mind about me touching or holding him, I am grateful for the special relationship we shared. Each day, Klaus reminded me of that true joy that can be found in the simple things in life, even a bowl of water. Roz Warren has another story about a cat who had his own opinions about how things should be. The cat, Shadow, frequented the library where she worked, and this was in spite of its no-cat policy because Shadow made his own rules. He lived down the block from the library, and he would wait patiently outside the building until the automatic doors opened, and then he'd saunter in like he owned the place. Roz says, he'd sit on the counter beside the sink in the circulation office until one of us turned on the faucet so he could enjoy a drink. He'd visit with the library director in her office. He'd tour the stacks. He'd keep us company at the circulation desk as we checked books in and out. 
Eventually, he would settle into a comfy chair in the corner of the quiet reading room to doze. Shadow became a valued member of the library community. The children loved visiting the cat who napped in the chair. Occasionally, a patron would complain about the cat in the library, and the librarians would go and get him and put him outside. And then, of course, he'd come right back in when the automatic doors opened again. Raz says, We enjoyed having Shadow around. We got a kick out of the fact that library closing procedure at the end of the day now included putting out the cat. Then one day, we realized that Shadow had stopped coming to the library. They phoned the cat's owners and learned they had moved away, so there would be no more visits from Shadow. Raz got in touch with Shadow's humans after some time had passed, and she learned that Shadow's social life continued in his new neighborhood. He would wait by the local church until the pastor's secretary let him into the building, where he would visit with the staff, attend services, or relax in a nest of pillows in a cardboard box under the secretary's desk. When Shadow wasn't at church, you could find him with the kids at the neighborhood preschool or on the steps of the local co-op greeting shoppers. Shadow's owners knew their cat was popular, but they didn't realize just how popular until Shadow died and his church decided to hold a memorial service for him. More than 100 people showed up. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories about remarkable cats from Chicken Soup for the Soul, my clever, curious, caring cat. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics that it covers. And you'll find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, and Amazon. If you want to read stories from this book and our other new books, you can sign up for our daily newsletter and you'll get a free story in your email every day. Just go over to chickensoup.com and click on the newsletter sign up option. You can also follow me on Twitter, where my handle is at Amy Newmark, and you'll see links to our free stories and to this podcast. Please come back for our next episode to hear a couple of stories about remarkable, miraculous dogs, ones that literally saved their owners' lives. Oh,